You want to bring a support person, someone who can make you laugh and comfort you and maybe even help to carry your stuff, but do not bring an entourage. This can and often becomes a distraction to the photographer and to you. Hey there, welcome to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. Do you know that the number one regret for most couples after their wedding is usually their photographs? Tammy will share all the knowledge and expertise she has gained over the years to help you get the very best wedding images from your photographer. The conversations on this podcast are going to help you understand how almost every decision you make for your wedding day directly affects your photographer. Tammy is going to give you the knowledge and awareness you need to create a nearly perfect position for your photographer to be in on your wedding day. And that means better images for you to remember your special milestone. Tammy Blaylock is an internationally awarded, nationally featured wedding photographer and published author. Since 2010, she has excelled in helping each of her couples capture beautiful, emotive images from their big day. Tammy wants your wedding day to be as perfect as you do. So tune in and listen up, because this episode's about to begin. All right, guys. Hello. Welcome to my podcast, The Complete Wedding Guide to Photography for Couples Getting Married. Thank you so much for being present today and listening to what I have to say. This podcast exists so that I can share my knowledge, expertise, and experience with you to improve your wedding day images and your experience with your wedding photographer. So this weekend... I have been waiting for this weekend to happen for a really, really long time. I am traveling to Munster, Texas. Munster like the cheese, not like the family. I am traveling to Munster, Texas this weekend to photograph my oldest niece's wedding. And this wedding is, I get emotional at pretty much every wedding that I photograph, but this wedding is going to be extremely emotional for me for a lot of reasons. I am looking forward to it. My niece was very close to me when she was growing up in a lot of regards. Man, I'm gonna, I'm tearing up right now just talking about this. But I loved her almost as much as my own two daughters. Um, she, my sister had her oldest child was almost the same age as my oldest child. And her youngest child was about a year younger than my youngest child. So our kids grew up together, did everything together. We're very close. And I photographed this niece's high school graduation portraits, her college graduation portraits, her engagement portraits, and now her wedding. And this wedding is just going to be very emotional for me. And I'll just leave it at that. It's going to be the first wedding that I am going to photograph since completing my core curriculum from the two-man university. So I get to put everything into a real wedding day practice and not just in theory. I get to put all 15 weeks of curriculum into a real wedding day practice. And then it's going to also be my first wedding of 2022 that I'm not second shooting in. 
And lastly, my little peanut is going to be there and he's going to be dressed up in a little man's suit. And that is going to be the first time that I get to see him dressed up in formal clothes. And I can already just picture him. He is going to be so freaking handsome. So I cannot just wait for this weekend to roll around and just get to see how everything unfolds. And I'm so excited for the images and the memories and all of the love that I am going to get to capture at this wedding. All right, so let's jump right into today's topic. Tips for your bridal portrait session. So the first thing I want to talk about is what is a bridal session? Because this is something that is not widely practiced in the wedding industry. So it's mostly a Southern thing and Southern to the United States. And this portrait session is reserved mostly for the bride. But, you know, that can be changed. But right now, up to today's date, this is a portrait session that is reserved for the bride. And the goal of this session is usually to create a large print that is then displayed at the wedding reception. And it's just, you know, there, there are engagement pics or engagement images that are um, usually also displayed on a welcome table or a sign-in table at the wedding reception, but there's usually also on an easel, a large canvas or large frame print of just the bride. And this is captured at the bridal portrait session. Equally important, it gives the bride a large window of opportunity to test drive two things, the dress and the photographer. And if this is scheduled properly, at least four months in advance of the wedding, the bride then has time to change both the dress and the photographer if things don't go well with either of those. And if you want to do a really deep dive into why people have bridal portrait sessions, you can go back and listen to episode number 43 to get a full list of the reasons to have that bridal portrait session, even if you are not from the South. And I'll include a link to that in the show notes. All right. So I'm going to just continue with tips for your bridal portrait session if you decide to have a bridal portrait session. So I've already said that this should happen at least four months in advance of the wedding date and no less than 45 days in advance of your wedding. So this means that your wedding gown should be completed with any and all alterations and that it should fit properly by the time this bridal portrait session rolls around. So when you are deciding the date and the time for your bridal portrait session, you should include your travel time to the session. You should not have to rush and you should drive safely. That tip should go without saying. So again, schedule your session about four to five months prior to your wedding date after all final alterations have been completed on your dress. 
and make sure it happens no less than 45 days prior to your wedding. And this is so that your photographer has plenty of time to edit your images, do fine tune editing on the image that you want displayed at your reception, order that image in your large formatted printed product and receive it from whatever printer they order from. So when making decisions about the location of your session, you want to consider the weather, the limitations of your gown, what your theme is, and whether or not the location will require a permit and or charge a fee. Weekday sessions are always better to avoid crowds in public spaces. And if you want to avoid people in the background of your images altogether, you can always check with a private location such as your venue because they may allow you to do a bridal session at no extra cost at all. Try your dress on no later than two weeks prior to your session just to double check if any last minute additional alterations are needed. You want to schedule a hair and makeup professional for the session and schedule ample time for that to make sure that you arrive to your portrait session on time. Nine out of 10 times that my wedding day timelines, my any of my portrait sessions have ran late. It has always been nine out of those 10 times have always been because of the hair and makeup artist. And I don't mean to bash my hair and makeup professionals, but nine out of 10 times that anything has ran late, it has always been because of hair and makeup. And I will just say I do have a handful of preferred hair and makeup artists in my back pocket who have never made my portrait sessions or my wedding day timelines run late. So just be selective when you are searching out your hair and makeup artists because there are some who get this and some who do not. You should have a preview with your hair and makeup artist prior to your session. A lot of brides or couples try to have their session day be their preview. And that is a way to save money and become familiar with your hair and makeup artist prior to your wedding day. However, if that look that they give you for your portrait day If you don't seem, if you don't love it, it really isn't going to work well on a day that you have scheduled your photographer with. You're going to hate it. You may not have time to redo it. And if you don't like the look they gave you, you are not going to love those images. So while it can be done, it's a bit of a gamble and it could affect your portrait images in a negative way. The next tip is use the same hair and makeup artist professional for your wedding. It is vital that you are familiar with your hair and makeup artist and you can always invite them to accompany you during your session. Many provide this service for a small additional fee. If they don't come with you to the session, bring your own makeup bag. And if you've purchased my book, there is a list of things that I include 
in my photo survival kit on page 107. And you can access that and make your own photo survival kit, not only for your portrait sessions, but for your wedding day as well. Do not wear a bra while your hair and makeup are getting done. Alternatively, wear the bra you will wear with your dress. A bra with straps will leave marks on your shoulders that will most likely be visible when you put your dress on. And make sure that you test your bra with your dress prior to session day to ensure that it cannot be seen. Real quickly, I just want to remind you that if you are loving this episode, I would ask that you share a screenshot on Instagram and tag either Complete Wedding Ed or Add a Girl Photo. That's A-T-A Girl Photo. And also, if you haven't subscribed yet or left a review, I would also appreciate that. It can help other couples find me organically, just like maybe you did. If you're enjoying the podcast, you might also love my book. It's available on Amazon and it is Prime eligible. You can also visit my websites, completeweddinged.com or atagirlphoto.com. All the links to all the things are in the show notes. And lastly, if you ever have a topic you want me to cover or a specific question that you would like me to answer, all you have to do is send me an email at Tammy at atagirlphoto.com. That's T-A-M-M-Y at atagirlphoto.com. All right, let's resume the tips because we are only about halfway finished, guys. You want to make sure your manicure and your pedicure are fresh. And you want to make sure your partner's manicure and pedicure are fresh. You never know. Well, number one, there are going to be plenty of close-ups of your hands. And number two, you will probably have on open-toed shoes. And even if you don't, you never know when your photographer is going to ask you to take your shoes off. Do not get a sunburn prior to your session. Avoid any tan lines that will be seen in your dress. And I always want everyone to think long and hard if you are considering a spray tan or using a tanning bed. Both of these unnatural tanning methods usually result in a very unnatural skin tone with an orange tint that will be very easily noticed in your images. And I can personally testify that it will cause your photographer much undue stress trying to correct your skin tone so that you look like a human being. Make sure you can sit, stand, twirl, dance, kneel, and bend in your dress. You want to pack everything the day before and bring all of your accessories, your engagement ring, a necklace, earrings, bracelet, tiara or other hairpiece, your veil, a fresh flower, bouquet, in water, your garter, etc., Or if you prefer, you can have your florist make an artificial flower bouquet for the session. And then later you can use this as your tossing bouquet on your wedding day. Make sure that you drink plenty of water and make sure you eat before your session. You want to avoid any lotion that contains perfume or leaves your skin shiny. And in fact, skip all perfume and scented products so the bugs will leave you alone. Protect your dress and shoes during travel inside a garment bag and a shoebox. 
and bring your wedding day shoes and a pair of flats to walk in between shooting, especially if you haven't yet broke in your wedding day shoes. You want to bring a support person, someone who can make you laugh and comfort you and maybe even help to carry your stuff, but do not bring an entourage. This can and often becomes a distraction to the photographer and to you. You also want to embrace the fact that your dress is going to get a little dirty no matter how careful you are. Leave your cell phone in your car. That also becomes another distraction. Do not give your photographer a Pinterest board link. Allow them to use their own artistic ability and imagination. However, if there are a few certain shots that you are drawn to, discuss them with your photographer prior to the day of the shoot. Again, trust your photographer and let them be creative. You chose them and you hired them for a reason. Let them be that. And lastly, be confident and have fun and just relax. That is the biggest tips to having the best bridal portrait session. And that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a golden day. I will catch you next time. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time, and we hope that you learned something to make your wedding photographs better and your wedding day less stressful. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others just like you can set their wedding photographer up for success. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you again during the next episode.